Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. I am Elisa Wilcox, your host. And today I'm here with the fabulous Danny Martinelli. She is such a talented human being all around. She's a sales and marketing coach to solo entrepreneurs. She's a sales queen. She's a networking queen. I'm really excited to have you here today, Danny. Hi. Oh my gosh. You know what? Thank you for having <laughs> me. And I'm a podcast virgin. Woo! <laughs> Yeah, this is my first time. So I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's it's easier than people think. It's yeah. it's just just having a little chat. You know, we we make some notes ahead of time. We do a little prep, and then we just hit record and see what happens. So Perfect. for people that are listening that think they have to have this, you know, big plan and big equipment and big whatever for a podcasting, you don't just do it. Messy action. That's something I hear you say a lot, Danny, in your business. Messy action. Yeah. I think someone has trademarked the the phrase "messy makes millions," so I can't claim it. Damn it! But it's I know, damn it. But it's true, right? <laughs> yeah, we were trying to figure out how we connected initially uh, before we hit record here. Uh, Danny and I are both omnipresent on the social media machine, and you used to be super active in network marketing, and so we were kind of thinking that's probably how we connected. And we worked together and you were a huge supporter of my courses and we didn't actually meet in person for two years, I think. And we live in the same town. So funny. <laughs> it shows you, it really shows you the power of social media, even within proximity in the same town. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's dig into the beginning. Let's talk about your start in network marketing and how that kind of led to where you are now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's odd that I even stumbled upon network marketing to begin with, because I was a biology major in sales and and network marketing. But you know what, you have a kid and you move and Mm -hmm. and things fall into your lap. And so network marketing really did fall into my lap. And I started about eight years ago. And it was a way for me to earn money from home while raising Tommy. And, uh, you know, it, it just started as, okay, a little side gig. And then I really started to like, put my foot down on the pedal and learn the skill set to build a business. And it has treated me really well for a long time. And uh, yeah, but there's transitions and pivots and, and all that juicy stuff. Yeah. And I think that at any point in your life, one thing that people need to know about you is how open you are about your life um, on social media. And I think a lot of people kind of hold that stuff. um, You hold it close. Obviously it's Mm -hmm. personal. It's, you know, it's a journey, it's emotional, all of those things, but you have been so open about co-parenting, going through a divorce when your daughter was really young, yeah. um, mental health struggles, right. all uh, managing kids during COVID lockdown, <laughs> two, yeah. ki- two kids. How old were your kids during lockdown? Uh, they were young. I had Remy, my mm-hmm. Remy Lou. I had her on Valentine's day in 2020. And then Oof. The school's shut and it was like, everything was locked down. I think maybe two weeks later. 
And then I went through a divorce about three months later after that. Oh, um, smack. So you talk about messy. Like I was sitting in my own shit. Yeah. I, literally and figuratively with a newborn. <laughs> yeah. And you posted all about, you post, you made a post with the, um, I don't know why I remember this. You made a post with like granny panties on and I freaking, was it a diaper? No, it was a depends diaper. Cause when oh. you know, yeah, like when you had it, when you've done one child and you've tried to de- use pads, second child, you go straight to business and you use the depends. <laughs> and like, you know, you're talking about like, I post vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I really do. When I had Remy, my postpartum was a struggle. And I'm like, I know without a shadow of a doubt, there's other moms out there, independent diapers, sleep deprived, looking in the mirror going, I don't know who I am, having this unsettled baby. And then you add COVID. And I said, I ha- I'm not the only one. I'm just the one willing to raise my hand and say, hello. Yeah, I'm a disaster as well. Right. And, and so hopefully that just normalizes just real conversations and and honestly, my life is an SNL skit. I like, I, I, <laughs> if it wasn't for my life, I wouldn't have the content that I have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a great point. Like people, everybody has something to talk about, you know, and, and I think yeah. we really need to let go of the perfection of the Instagram version of the filtered everything. I'm over it. I have been over it. I want to hear the struggles about being a new mama, about starting a business, juggling kids. Um, Also about the freedom. I think that as entrepreneurs, we have to take a step back if you need to take a step back. Mm, That's a good point. Yeah. And I've, I've um, raised that flag saying I surrender and I, you know, I can't play the social media game, even Mm -hmm. vulnerably where I have to step away to, to take care of myself and my family. And I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have that entrepreneurial backup of, you know, my network marketing business. And then just, you know, it just, it it supported me through some really, really hard times um, so that I could support myself like mentally. Yeah, absolutely. We're humans first before we are employees, business owners, all of it, (laughs) all of it. And I think something that you've really, you know, some people have this innate gift. And I think one of your innate gifts is the ability to connect with other people, whether that be sales, marketing, networking, whatever. So is there something that you could like recommend to people who are kind of struggling with how do I connect with people? How do I get clients? How do I send messages? Like, what does that look like? For, there was this, there was a moment in network marketing when I was very new and I was trying to, you know, they, they give you scripts and they do, you know, do X, Y, and Z. And I wanted to fit in all those boxes and do everything right. And I did it and it felt icky. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. And there was, I remember one time, like a defining moment in my career was when I did a live video on pooping. <laughs> and it was just very relevant and it was witty and funny and real. And I feel like that was my moment. <laughs> where Your time where to shine. Time <laughs> to shine. And where I realized where there's such power in my story. And then I started to be like, hmm, can I really build a business by truly allowing people in to see 
my life and hear my life and the struggles. And what's what I know to be true now is absolutely my mm-hmm. story and really owning my story and um, shining light on some of the darkness and some of the funny and some real life topics has given people the opportunity to say, Hey, me too. And it's really, it's relatability factor. It's like, Oh, she's, she has some success. She's doing this and she has pain too. And she's going through divorce too. And she has depression as well. Um, And to me, that has been my gift in social media world is that I'm just freaking relatable. And um, I tell my story because I know that it can be someone else's survival guide. Like I was here too. I took these action steps and now I'm here and it didn't look pretty. Um, And so I don't take that lightly anymore, but Mm -hmm. yes, it really did start with a poop video that was like (laughs) went viral. And I was like, okay, there's magic in my story. And that's what I want other entrepreneurs to really own is that your storyline is worth gold. Not only, because when you, because it just puts you in your, like when you're doing business authentically and connecting based on relationships and you're building connections that way, you're just adding, you're, you're, you're adding value and your business is growing and that, that feels good. Right. Like you Absolutely. do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And there's something we talked about before we hit record. You said in terms of network marketing, trying to figure out what set you apart from everybody else. Because I think that I've thought this for many years. I was in network marketing uh, at the beginning of my career and it was really fun, but there was a very canned sort of training on sales and marketing. It's outdated, it's inauthentic, and everybody is reciting the same things. Yeah. So they all yeah. look the same. So nothing's exciting at all, but mm-hmm. you did it differently. So let's talk about that. I did. I had to fumble my way to finding what I consider um, a stronger approach to relationship building than, you know, spamming people with inbox messages that are generic and things like that. And, <laughs> and you know, I I decided early on that the way in which I was going to do things differently is I was going to see how I could add value to other people, specifically mm-hmm. women, because that's who I wanted to do business with. So I made it way less about me, way less. And okay, how can I go and 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 make connections with women? And in making those connections, genuine connections, how can I trust that those genuine connections will attract people to me so that I don't need to chase anyone into my business, that they are knocking on my inbox saying, I'm not really sure what you do, but I'm interested because I'd like to work alongside you. And as soon as I had that mindset, my business really started to develop and I started to get excited. So ways in which people can do that is, is, is leading with that question. Like, how can I add value to their life? What are they needing? Um, and showing up in that manner. And if it's, you know, for even, even taking, you know, leading the ladies tribe of, of Santa Barbara, um, I wanted to make a point to connect women and to create a space for myself and other women to to have to have those friendships and have those relationships and 
what happened was we built relationships and it also benefited my business. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the the golden like sweet spot is that you lead with friendships, lead with relationships. How can I add value? And then trust that that value will convert into whatever it's supposed to convert to. And a lot of times it's business with you because they like you, they know you, they trust you. And when people are at that spot, they actually just want to know how they can invest in you. Yeah. And you mentioned ladies, Travis, Santa Barbara. So, you know, here on Tech Champagne, we like to talk a lot about tools and technology and specific strategies. So you created this Facebook group for the ladies tribe of Santa Barbara. And it was a way to get women to connect with each other, creating that community, which I talk about all the time here. It's super important for your business to create community where people can interact with each other. Um, you had a couple of things going on in there that were really fun. You had like a, a monthly get together. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a couple of those. They were super fun. You also had like little contests where people would get together with each other and then they'd be in a drawing. Oh, yeah. Let- they, they would date each other. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, I, t- I took over that Facebook group. I can't remember what year, but it was just the, the people that started the group weren't going to do it anymore. And I just rose my hand and I did it selfishly because I um I was struggling to make good girlfriends or women friends in Santa Barbara because I was new. And so I found it like, oh, okay, I'll put myself out there because if you can't find it, then create it, right? Yes. Um, Ooh, yes. That's something a little takeaway there. But yeah, <laughs> I made it fun. Like, yes, we would do networking events and coffee and connection in person and happy hours. And I would do salad in a jar events where we'd come over and make salads. And it was just, it was connection based. Mm-hmm. Um, and then within the group, you know, I would throw up little challenges online um, to set up Zoom calls with one another. And then once you've completed that task, you get entered to win. And then one of the women would be spotlighted for the month um, in the newsletter that went out to the email list, as well as like being having the ability to take over the group for a day and market her ass off. Love. love. <laughs> and it was just, it was so much fun to add value, to make friendships, and then ultimately just to see where that led um, without attaching to it. Yeah. And it led to really solid connection within the group. And, you know, that's a way to put yourself in a leadership position as well. Like I talk about that with retreats, with any sort of events in person, online, whatever. If you're the person who's putting it together, you have the highest level of visibility. You are the leader. Everybody's looking to you. Even if your your actual involvement during the event is is on the smaller end, you're still the person who put it together. Yeah, and you you know it gives you rapport. Mm-hmm. And and you're looked at as you know, like you said, a leader and connector, and influencer. And yeah. you know, influencer gets thrown around big in social media land. But there's, <laughs> are you truly an influencer? Are you truly influencing the lives of others? And um, yeah, when you lead from that mindset and that mission, you know, it's just, it's just a you're setting yourself up emotionally, spiritually, and financially to always have business regardless of your offer. Right. Because because people trust you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
And one of your other talents, you have many, <laughs> is copywriting. So I think, yeah. you know, you you were in marketing, network marketing for a while, and then mm-hmm. you transitioned to coaching. And I think that's actually a really good point too, just to reiterate here. Most people who are in network marketing are coaching. They're just yeah. coaching for free. <laughs> and so that's a great point. That's yeah, you're right. <laughs> I love having clients who come from network marketing and transition to coaching because they're like, oh, this is not new. Yeah, you get paid a whole bunch more for it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, instead of selling the protein shakes, you're selling the coaching. And if they want to buy the shakes, they can. But either way, you're coaching. This way, you're being paid for it, um, which just leads you to, you know, feeling valued and creating more and bigger and better and more support. So now you've kind of gone into the coaching space and you and I've been working together for a really long time. And I just love seeing, I love seeing the evolution, but I also love the realness that you have, Danny. You're just like, I can't do it right now. I need to be on pause until I'm back. There's no apologizing for it. There's, you know, no regrets about it. This is what I need for me. And when I'm back, you'll know, and you're back. (laughs) <laughs> you yeah, you I didn't that, walk back in the door. You kicked it down. <laughs> I did. I did. And that was a big moment for me because God, it makes me really emotional thinking about it. Um, yeah, that was just a really hard two years. And there's such power. And I, and I, especially as women, and I know this, you know, we know this term and we hear it, but do we actually ever embrace there's such power in the ability to slow down in order to speed up mm-hmm. and to give ourselves permission to do so without needing permission, right? And then no, no permission needed. Right. Um, and I had, like, I was really, I had no other um, option. And to see that, like you use the word, of, you know, see how I evolved and to see how this, this two years of absolute struggle has turned into this opportunity for my biggest comeback yet. It's powerful. And I don't take it lightly. I don't take it lightly at all personally and professionally because you're right. I came in and when I reached out to you and we're like, we're going to start working together again. I said, and you said I could curse and have permission to do so. (laughs) I I, te- I text you. I'm not fucking around this time. <laughs> nope. And you're and, not. <laughs> and, I'm not. and I'm not. And I and um. Yeah. So I slowed down, and I healed, and I did a lot of grieving, and I did a lot of searching for the right tools to get my mental health back. Um, and some were right, and some were wrong, and ultimately, um. I, I came to a spot where I just knew that I was ready to put my foot down on the pedal and I wasn't going to look for anyone's permission to do something big. Um, and that brings us to us here. I know. So fun. So fun. They, and with that, and I'm, I'm so thankful that you're so raw and honest and I appreciate you so much for that. Um, so now this chapter gets to be messy action, try it anyway, do it before you're ready. You've, you've sort of always had that vibe. You're just like, oh, this sounds fun. I'm going to try it out, which I think is fantastic. I'm similar in that way. 
I think where people really get stuck is I don't have the perfect website. I don't have the perfect sales page. Um, I don't have photos, you know, I don't have a logo, all these things yeah. are great. They will come when they come, but you can certainly sign clients and make money and have an impact before that stuff is in place. Yeah. Let's talk about Clearly. My, my real example. <laughs> I know. Um, you, you, you guide it. You guide the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you and I worked together. This was a couple of years ago, I think. We did a, a VIP intensive weekend at the beach house. The dreamiest of all beach houses. I had such a great yeah, time. <laughs> so fun. And so you really dug deep into learning about sales funnels and the technology behind how those things work. Fast forward, you, you took a break. Fast forward, you're back. Your website uh, and some of the stuff we built, you kind of let it go for a little bit. Yeah, it was dormant for sure. Yeah, dormant. Wasn't using it. All good. Yeah. Let's, let's let it just hang out for a little bit. And then you came back and said, okay, do I need to put all this stuff back into play before I can, you know, start getting clients because I'm ready to start coaching. I have two potential clients mm-hmm. and I don't really know where to begin. And I was like, let's start with the money. Let's start with the clients. Let's start with the people that have presented themselves to you that want to work with you. Because when that happens, you don't want to say, oh, person who needs my help, hang out for six to 12 months while I figure out the technology. No, don't do that. <laughs> Make everything perfect. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be that way because you already knew that you could serve them. They already know that you can serve them. So sure. let's talk about how those conversations went. Yeah, I mean, I there was a point where a few people were reaching out to me for just for marketing and sales in my offering this. And you know what? The, the gut reaction, the, the brain reaction wanted to say, no, not yet. I, I don't have an offering because I don't have my website up and my, my freebie isn't refreshed. And I, I don't even have a contract. Oh, I don't have a proposal. Oh, like, but you know what? When I quieted my mind, they were reaching out because my skill set is very good. And I've developed that rapport. And when I quiet the mind and I just listen to my body, it was like game on. I know I can add value. I know I can be of service. And if I've learned anything just to surrender to the flow of life, which I'm learning, I'm like a baby in that, but I'm learning and I just wanted to lean in and say, yes. And, you know, if you're listening, like I'm all about law of attraction and oh yes, the universe knows one word only, and that is yes. So (laughs) I said, yes. Um, And, you know, I, I am now working with two amazing professionals and I believe I'm adding a lot of value and the exchange of energy with, you know, the money exchange and it all creates this dynamic of creativity, of commitment. And now I have two paying clients and I had that, I did that without a website. Mm -hmm. I did that without a landing page. I did that without having 10 beautiful, like written email series, you know, all the things that I'm, I did it very backwards um, and it just took a quick boxer to you to say, okay, I have, they want to sign up and how do I have a contract, you know? And you, you just figure out, you figure out that small stuff as you go and you, it, what it did. And I know we've talked about this. 
is because I was willing to get into imperfect action. Not only did I sign two one-on-one clients, it lit a fire under my butt to, yes, let's get the back end stuff done. It doesn't need to take six to 12 months, you know, hired help for that. And, you know, it's just, um, imperfect action trumps all it trumps all. And I think so many of us as entrepreneurs and as women, we don't think that we are worthy of getting started until every little piece is perfect. And what that does for the world is absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. We are sitting in our gifts inside our home when we could be adding immense value to the marketplace and I'm just passionate about that. I love it. And you started with, not everybody starts this way. You started with one-on-one clients, which is typically the highest investment. It's a high ticket offer. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when some people start in the coaching space, they're afraid of that because, you know, the money exchange might feel a little bit sticky, intimidating, any of that. So you had people come to you. You knew that that you could help them. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of went into, I have this offer. I will do private coaching. And we'll tailor it to what you need, which is very common for private coaching. You know, it's not this modules and structure and all this. It's really a custom-made program. So you went into it just with confidence. Like, I'm just going to make this whatever it is that you need within the realm of your skill set, certainly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you went for it. And so that was two big clients in one month when you just decided to go for it. So I love it. Me too. Me too. I love it. too. I love it too. And you know, it's a few weeks into working with these clients and I, I, I'm a hundred percent confident that I'm in my zone of genius and I'm a hundred percent have confidence that in our partnership together, that they get to be in their zone of genius and they get to go do big things. Mm-hmm. And I am just helping them expedite that process um, and allow their message to land on the right clients at the right time. Um, so that they can convert to sales as well. So that's just kind of my, that's my jam. Yeah. If it, if it wasn't for network marketing, I wouldn't have a lot of those skill sets. So it's just a really, you know, life are building blocks, just like when we're toddlers, they're freaking Legos. Stack, yes. stack the shit out of those Legos. <laughs> you're so funny. And then with sales, like you're really good at sales. This is Thank one you. thing that, you know, in our work together, this is not something that I've had to teach you how to do. It's just some people naturally have this great ability. They spend a lot of time learning. You're great at sales. So now that's something you can pass on to your clients. Yes. So is there one or two strategies that you can recommend to help people improve their sales? Like, is there a, a common mistake you see people make and how, and, you know, kind of advice on how to rectify that? I think one, um, and I, you actually coached on this on your podcast, but like the difference between the between marketing and actually having sales conversations. Yes, I love it. I mean, I mean you 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 Juicy. delivered you delivered that message great, and I think one is that in what I see, people are great at posting on social media. They're really terrible at asking for the sale and developing that that conversation around sales or they're afraid they tiptoe around it. Um, and it's an energy exchange. So I'd say, you know, the messaging, um, and just getting really, really clear on who you're speaking to. And that's, that's where we start. We start with, are you weaving in your story? 
in your content because people see themselves in your story. That's that's what creates the relatability trust factor the quickest. Um, and so we work on that and then, you know, call to actions. Like what is, are you having a strong call to action? And then what that looks like, um, what that sounds like, what that looks like in email copy, what that looks like on social media copy, um, and how do you transition those conversations and those leads into paying clients so that you can be offering them your gift? Um, and it's a little different for everyone, but yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. There, there, there's another layer too. There's sometimes people don't sell because they don't feel like they deserve to have money which is, you know, there's a lot of psychology certainly behind sales and making money. And does it make you uncomfortable? Like, are you, are you comfortable in the scarcity? Cause that's what you grew up with. That's what was modeled to you. You know, yes. is, was it modeled that people that have money are assholes? <laughs> that's common. There's so, there's so much um, psychological baggage yeah. around the money conversation. And, you know, maybe, maybe that is just a natural gift just because I didn't grow up in scarcity. I've always grown up. So I've had the mind I've had, I've seen what money can do in a good way. Mm -hmm. I mean, like in the, in giving back way. Right. Um, and so when I view, and I think this is something I bring to the table when I work with sales strategy with my clients is, it's how do we develop this relationship around money that the energy exchange is that I deserve to make a lot of money so I can do a lot of good with this money, whatever that looks like. And if, for me, I want to, I can do a lot of good by giving back here and there and mm -hmm. being able to be present with my kids and be involved in their life and go to their, their sporting events and things like that. So you're completely right. It's this, it's a mindset of it, Am I worthy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and breaking these connections from, mm -hmm. you know, like you had a very different experience than I did. Everybody has a different experience, certainly when they're family dynamics. But I think the days of, you know, parents, um, you know, working 40, 50, 60 hours a week, coming home crabby just to do it all again the next day. Kids are suffering. Everybody, everybody's mad at each other and tired and crappy all the time. I really hope that, you know, with the development of technology and online business and the space that you and I are in, that that becomes sort of, you know, a thing of the past. Absolutely. You know, yeah. let's have a better human experience. Let's not wake up with alarm clocks and be, you know, sleep deprived constantly just to sit at a desk all day for someone else. No, thank you. Absolutely. I mean, we have one... I mean, I guess I don't really know this, but we have one shot at least at this physical existence. Yeah. And we also have the choice in how we're going to do that. And, you know, coming from a single mom, divorced, mm -hmm. like, I, I hope that in my, in my coaching with women, that there are other <laughs> single mom divorced women that I can help kick ass at making yeah. money. So that they can do it, they can show up, yeah, and not not show up and be so exhausted and so like show up and be like, I can have it all. I can have the family life. I can support my family. I can do X, Y, and Z, and I don't have to do that in ex like in expense of my well being. 
and my mental health. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very different um, human experience to go to work every day to make, I don't know, 70, 80 K when you're working 40 hours and you're missing your kids stuff and you're Mm -hmm. commuting and you have a boss you don't like and all the layers of that. That's a very different experience than I take my kid to school every day. I make myself breakfast and then I go on with my coaching clients for two hours and then I go for a walk and I go to the gym and I walk the dog and I make dinner and well, pick your kid up from school. Certainly you forgot about that. And, (laughs) you know, and I have all these goals for myself and I'm making 100, 200K, 300K, like there's no limit to that. But just your your physical being is healthier and happier. It is, it is for sure. And I think that limitless potential is, that's everything. Like why cap, like I don't ever want someone to say you can only make this amount of money. No, ugh. Why? (laughs) I don't want anyone to ever tell me that I, you know, can't be at X, Y, and Z or I can't be at home when my kids are sick. Like, right. Right. That's just not that I'm not willing to do that. So right. I, I will figure out and provide value yeah. in, order, in order for for me not to do that. And, and we know you're talking about like just rewriting what it means, like in the work field, just to be a parent now, like, you know, Tommy for dress like a professional day, he wore pajamas because that's, what he's used to me working in. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, I love that. Loved it. He's like, well, mom, you're always in like yoga pants and, and pajamas, and, you know, doing your, your writing. And I said, well, that's what you should wear because I don't have to get out of them. unless No, I- that's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How fun. I love him. That is really awesome. Yeah. Every time I'm following someone or I'm like signed up for maybe like a webinar and they say, oh, sorry, we had to cancel it because my child is sick. Yeah. Or I didn't sleep last night or whatever. I'm just like, amen to that. You go with your bad self, taking the time that you need for yourself. That's the whole point of all of this. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I just, I think you get a, we, as we all get to pick our priorities, we all get to choose our priorities. And then you just, you figure out, like, you just need to know what your priorities are. And then like the how will come, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the how will come, but like my priority is to show up fully for my kids and to provide a life that feels fun and silly and Mm -hmm. adventurous and not perfect by any means, um, but that's just one where we, we live and it's quality time. Even if that quality time is fucking chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. And then something I asked you here before we hit record, uh, some facts about you that people don't know. And you gave me three really good ones. Number one, you said, I love to eat the tails of shrimp. <laughs> Number yeah. two, two, you said I don't floss for all you non-flossers oh, out there. Um, and then the last one you said I enjoy talking about poop because it makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I love I love learning random. I'm so happy you even like brought that up because I I think random stuff about people just says more than your resume. Yes. I don't know. Like, and that, that sums it up for me. Yes. I, if I have something stuck on my teeth, I might go get some floss, but have I 
I, 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 I know I should floss. I know <laughs> it. I, trust me, I was a biology major. I understand science. I don't floss. And I love to eat the tails of, of the shrimp. Like, And even if you're sitting next to me and I know you well enough, I will ask you if I can have the tail of your shrimp. <laughs> I'm with you. I like them. <laughs> And then you also, we're going to link to this in the show notes, certainly, but I want to make sure that people get in connection with you, get into your, your world here. So you have a freebie, Mm -hmm. three proven marketing skills. Your marketing skills are phenomenal. So anybody that, that grabs this freebie, I know is going to find a lot of value in it. Yeah. Three proven skill sets in in marketing that I have used personally Mm. to generate income and it's done in a way that you're going to be excited about. And um, so that's, that's, that's offered to you. And I think it has a ton of value and really ultimately it's going to allow you to unlock the superpower in you, which is just being freaking you like be you, but just be the interesting version of you. Right. So yes, I'd be happy to offer that out in your, in your world. If you'll send it out. Love it. Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. So it'll be down below this episode and it'll also go out in the, the email blast. So everybody will, will see that. Uh, is there anything else you would like to share before we wrap up? No, I think this was such a fun conversation. I mean, <laughs> have a podcast now. <laughs> oh, I know you will. I know that you will. But wait, wait, I do like, <laughs> I like little last pieces of like, okay, if I could give a nugget, I think the takeaway for, and this is just relevant relevant in my life right now, is giving yourself permission to start messy mm. and, and allow yourself to start messy and see what magic unfolds. Because I have to tell you, I'm starting messy and things are just falling into place. The right people are coming into my life, the right services, abundance, and it, we limit ourselves. And there's no reason we need to limit ourselves. Like, just start messy. Oh, that's such a good one. That was a good one to end on for sure. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Danny. I do appreciate your time and your I can't the goodness. Wait to with everyone that... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be good. So we'll link to everything in the show notes. It'll be all good. Um, Thanks again for being here. And thank you all for listening to this episode of Tech Champagne. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.